basically everyone's yelling at you at the same time and you can see like you know four or five people deep and there's people still coming down hey you're 86 i'm justin myers and this is a show about how bartenders handle bad situations happy holidays everyone that wonderful time of year when big groups of drunk people wearing ugly Christmas sweaters or Santa outfits descend upon your bar in droves. How will you survive another season? My guest today is Eddie Chan. He's been in the industry for more than eight years, all around the Bay Area, and he has some great advice to share about how he gets through really busy shifts. Let's get into it. She comes home. So, SantaCon was this weekend. Mm. Um, I guess you didn't get much happening Yeah, I saw here. like two Santas. Uh, uh, that was about it. Yeah, so I was uh, I was downtown a little bit. I think the rain helped mm-hmm. cut down on the uh, level of Santas mm-hmm. <coughs> a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, but anyway, I wanted to talk about um, those kind of days. Like SantaCon, Cinco de Mayo... Um, St. Patrick's Day, mm-hmm. or even you were Blind Tiger, you probably got a lot of the First Friday bar yeah. crawl. Yeah, crowd. Uh, first Friday for about a year and a half, two years straight. So for for a long time, so that I got really uh, cut my teeth there, <laughs> so to speak. What was that yeah. like? What was that what was that crowd like? I mean, I felt like I was on stage. Like, it was ridiculous. Um, Basically, everyone's yelling at you at the same time. And you can see, like, you know, four or five people deep. And there's people still coming down. I don't know if... Yeah, you've been in there. Yeah, You go down these stairs, and it's like this... Yeah, it used to be a nightclub. dungeon, yeah, type thing. You know, go underground. And you still see people trying to, like, just pack it in. And, uh, yeah, it was, like, my first night, I remember being, like, this is really intimidating. I don't know what to do. Like, I'm supposed to be, like, keeping my, my, my cool together, but how do you do that when there's, you know, eight people, you know, trying to get your attention all at once? And, yeah. You know. What kind of numbers were we talking about in, as far as people? and As far as people? And staff versus staff, just, just for context. Uh, let's see, it was three wells and two barbacks. And uh, there was, an, so there was, like, three bartenders. And mm-hmm. then there was a fourth bartender who was just, going in and out of the wells to like make sure people can get breaks and stuff mm-hmm. every half hour. And then uh, we would just make up. We ended up sometimes pulling uh, beer mats from like storage and then just making a like makeshift well just to like put glasses and like put ice things or like make sodas or whatever, you know, just so that like we're not in everybody else's way. Mm. Um, yeah. I mean, it was, it was intense. I, I, uh, I remember lots of bumping and lots of like, my, like at least for the first few months, just trying to get around people and everyone trying to like get to know each other's moves. Mm. You know what I mean? And so we can, uh, so that we can efficiently move around each other and like, you know, get get shit done. So, yeah. yeah. Was there any was there any intentional? Because I also want to talk about like how do you how do you work as a team during these really busy times? Is there mm-hmm. Was there an intentional effort, or, or maybe other places you worked? Is there an intentional effort to, to sort of move together, or is it something that just 
come because I know it definitely comes from just working with someone for a long time. But when you when you don't have that, and when you're like, oh, oh crap, it's like it's like uh, SantaCon tomorrow. Yeah. Like, what do yeah, we do? Surprise. <laughs> yeah. Did you talk about it as a team at all, or, or maybe other places um, you've worked as well? This is an interesting thing to me because I always think that those kinds of conversations are all a lot of times not to say so I'm about to talk about like why I like what what I think happens and what I think should happen but I also know that it's hard to do that um, have that conversation you know uh, at the beginning of the a shift or whatever because um, there's so much to do and I always notice that there's always a I know I said always like five times uh, <laughs> It's always a it's always a topic of conversation like yeah just work together like work as a team just be efficient but no one really talks about exactly what that means and exactly. like the steps you can How take do you do that to yeah. do those things right and um, so I remember getting tired of people hearing or me hearing that from other people and then I just started watching folks and what they do um, I always say to myself like I'm always gonna be a bar back like no matter like where I go in this industry and a lot of it uh, for me has to do with watching other people and about knowing the menu and about knowing your bar so that if you see a bartender or anybody else for that matter, it doesn't matter, um, doing an action that you know what the next step is going to be. You know, they grab a certain kind of glass. Oh, they're probably going to get, they're probably about to pour their drink now or who knows, you know, like setting up their glasses so they can start pouring. Maybe they're done with uh, taking a bunch of drink orders. So maybe while they're finishing pouring, you could step in and take a couple, just hold them in your head, just keep them in your pocket for a second. And then when they're done pouring, you go over there like, hey, can you make a couple extra of these? Make a couple of those, you know, to make sure that the bartender's still in their well and they're not moving and, and you're just constantly making sales and you're just making sure that they're always making drinks. Um as far as like that's how I think about it, um, mm-hmm. but so as just of being, yet, being efficient, yeah, in in that way, mm-hmm. and even taking those things of being a good bar back into also as your bartender too, yeah, mm-hmm. so it's kind of back and forth, yeah, you know, and uh, I think that's and definitely I think that's something that just comes with time and working with your folk with people that are around you for for long enough, <coughs> but you can be intentional about it too. <coughs> you can definitely be intentional about it. And I think the awkward thing is the over communication part, because um, uh, I, I used to I used to be a cook for a long time, and there was no end to the you know behind you, hey I'm about ready to go on this chicken, how are you doing on the pasta, blah blah blah, like that kind mm-hmm. of talk, and when we're out front, I know that like we're kind of putting on a, we're kind of putting on a performance, you know, and we don't want to take all that attention away from the guests because that's you know that's why they're here as well. But I think it is also very helpful to talk to your other bartender, your other your other teammates. Like, hey, uh, let's say let's say two or three bartenders split up a, a, a massive order, right? Mm-hmm. You all got to talk to each other. Like, you know, you can't just pour all the beers first and then just let them sit there and then and then uh, you know maybe there's like eight stirred cocktails that you got to make and you got to wait for them to finish pouring those. And in the meantime. Here's this nice cold beer, you know, the head's, you know, evaporating away, and now you've got 
an inch of uh, of room left at the top of the glass, and you got to put all that stuff out at the same time. Mm-hmm. You know, and you got to talk to your uh, coworkers about it. So, yeah, yeah. It's uh, I remember when I first started working in bars like that. That kind of communication was weird. Yeah, it feels um, weird. It feels like why are you being so like proper? Or like why why are you talking like that? Just yeah, it just feels do the it, thing, right? Yeah, just do it. <laughs> it's like yeah, okay, I'm trying to help. Like I'm trying to make sure it all happens. Yeah, it definitely gets. It definitely becomes more natural. It's like, mm-hmm. like now, now I have to stop myself from saying behind to like people in the grocery store. Right. <laughs> right. Know? Yeah, I, I've heard a lot of, of. I've read. I've heard a lot of those stories. Yeah. Coming up behind you, you know that sort of stuff. Yeah. So, when you know it is, like a really, it's gonna be a really busy day. It's mm-hmm. like St. Patrick's Day or something, uh, or New Year's Eve. What are some ways that you can prepare, I guess, both mentally and operationally? I mean, it's going to be different for every bar, mm-hmm. obviously, but maybe some things that um, you found are helpful that, that wouldn't be obvious, you know? Obviously, like, yeah, more staff is going to help or, like, sometimes stocking extra products. Exactly, yeah, sometimes yeah, it doesn't. Yeah, yeah. Um, but, yeah, let's talk about some things that maybe aren't obvious that can help prepare for those times Hmm. um one thing that i was taught uh, and it wasn't even in a bar setting um it was back you know back when i was when i was a cook uh it was someone told me once that uh you should start out slow and then remember uh to just do things right and do it slowly at first and what was it? What was the phrase? Slow is smooth, smooth is fast, mm. and then eventually fast will just become uh, just this sequence of motions that you do that just make you efficient in this particular beverage or food or plate, whatever whatever you're doing. And that also, it's not like it's gonna get any. Uh, it's not like gonna. It's not. Like, it's not gonna make a difference. I suppose if you, mo- moving faster doesn't mean anything if you don't have a plan for what you're going to do next because then you're just flailing around yeah you're just like oh i need a beer oh okay oh two shots yeah okay like if you don't have a system Mm -hmm. if you don't know who you're going to serve next you know um it can also slow you down it can also slow you down if you if you mess something up in between that then you've thrown a wrench into your you know maybe like two seconds and then you have to remember what you were doing you know so you yeah. just kind of take it easy because if it's really busy, it's not like it's going to get busier and it's not going to be over until it's over. So, like, why are you going to stress everybody out around you? with Like, oh, what's this guy doing? Oh, do you need a beer? Oh, I don't know. Did you already hit? Oh, did you close out already? And then that makes the guest feel awkward. And then, yeah, it just mm. spirals out of control after that. Mm. Yeah. It's a lesson in acceptance. Yeah, kind um, of, you know, just yeah, kind of moving into the the, yeah. the more mental side of this. It's yeah. like I feel like yeah. what happens a lot is when we know it's going to be a busy day, we just like dread it mm-hmm. and then hope that it it's not so bad, mm-hmm. <laughs> rather than just <laughs> accepting like no, it's going to be busy. That's just our life now. This is what this is what you signed up for. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, how yeah. do you prepare yourself mentally for for those kind of days where you just mm-hmm. know? 
Um, well, at the at the very least, I actually actually around well here I'm actually like I wouldn't say like famous or anything, but I'm kind of like every time it's someone has a conversation about whether or not it's going to be busy, I'm always somewhere like what why why do you why do we care? <laughs> like that's that's like something that I that I go to immediately. Um, and I'm not trying to be a jerk or, or anything about it. It's just that if it's busy, then it's hell yeah, it's fuck yeah, it's busy. Like let's make some money. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's not even just about money. Like it's fun for me when it's busy. And if it's slow, well, all right, well, it's slow. Like let's do something. Let's do some R and D, clean something we've never seen before. <laughs> <laughs> um, or what, what is that? That little corner underneath the bar that no one ever looks. It, it's only the oh, that little thumbprint. Notch. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, you know, um, you know, whatever, just, I, um, I just, I, I guess I don't really know how to answer that question because I don't really do anything to prepare or any, or anything like that. I just, mm-hmm. like, come at me, bro. <laughs> like, let's, let's just do this, whether or not it's busy. Yeah. You know, like. It, it sounds like you, you just, like, this is our job and. Sometimes it's gonna be like this, and sometimes it's gonna be like this. And it's like, you know, I'm I'm clocked in, and now I'm doing this, whatever yeah. it is. Yeah, I think it's a great yeah. attitude to have. Yeah. So let's talk about these times when, um, because I think if you are prepared, like for these kind of big holidays, um, it's it makes it a little easier. Just kind of mm-hmm. like knowing that but what about times when you're just completely blindsided Mm. like for example a party bus rolls up to your bar and like 30 drunk people walk in all at the same time have you ever had to deal with something like that uh not quite just definitely not uh not not party bus numbers but uh definitely been in situations where you know i'm the only one there you know the huge group walks in um Actually, usually the first thing I do is I say hello to all of them at once. It's like, hi, how's it going, guys? And then, like, I just kind of make it obvious that it's just me. Like, I don't just flat out say that or anything. I mean, unless mm-hmm. it depends on the bar. It depends on the on the place you're at. Um, and then I'll just, yeah. Um, I actually just have a conversation with them. Like, hey, guys, like, uh, help me out. Like, let's... Uh, Let's try to order all at once, you know, to and it'll help you get your stuff faster. Um, I don't mind doing it one by one, but just for efficiency's sake, you know, uh, that kind of thing. I don't know. I always feel like uh, having a conversation with with people and not being afraid to have those conversations with people, mm-hmm. your guests that come in, is the first step in alleviating any kind of stress that you might uh, that you might endure. I don't want to say endure. It's not. That connotation that I want to, uh, but that's the first word that came to my head. Would you uh, find it helpful just to kind of be transparent, lay it out there for you guys? Like, yeah, basically. Hey, mm-hmm. there's a lot of you. There's one of me. Yeah, I really want to get you all of your stuff. So yeah, let's, let's so, make this happen. So let's, let's, let's help this. each other out. Yeah, you know. Yeah, that's great. And you find that that it's generally helpful. That that works. It out. is. It has worked for me. Like, I'm gonna. I don't know if this number is true, but I'm just going to say 100% of the time. Mm. Like At the very least, it helps the atmosphere 
in, or the mood in the room uh, stay lively or fun mm-hmm. as opposed to, oh man, we're pissing off this bartender. Like everyone's super awkwardly. Oh, hi. I, I don't mean to interrupt you. Like I, I hate oh, hearing yeah, yeah, that. Yeah. I hate hearing that because like, I know it's meant in a good way, but to me, I'm like, well, it's, you're supposed to interrupt me. I'm, I'm supposed to be here for you. Just, just, you know, uh, you sh- you just let me know what you want. And I hate that sometimes people feel that way. Yeah. Because even if, because if you are being interrupted or if you are really busy, you can still say, hey, yeah, sure. I'll get that for you in a minute. I got a couple things. There's these people ahead of you. I got to take care of this, whatever. And then I'll be right back. And, and, and then they're like, okay, cool. That's great. You know, like. Yeah. It's communication. People just want to be acknowledged. Right. I feel like that's so, like, that really buys you the most time, like, all the time. That's the best. You know, like, like when, like, greeting people or or driving a menu, you know, like, you buy yourself, like, five minutes. Because everyone's yeah. just talking with their friends yeah. the whole time. But if, but not if they feel like they're not acknowledged, you yeah. know. <laughs> exactly. You know, you want them to feel welcome. Then they're going to start talking about how they're not acknowledged with their friends. Exactly. There was uh, one bartender there, and you didn't even say hi, like. You know, right? He just made our drinks angrily, and then <laughs> whatever. Yeah, fifteen dollars for an old fashioned. <laughs> of course. Um, so, speaking of large groups of people, mm-hmm. I one of the things that I've struggled with in the past is is people that are on a bar crawl, or they've come, especially at this time of year. It's mm-hmm. like they've come from their company holiday party mm-hmm. somewhere else, and you know. Maybe a few of them had o- have only had a round or two. Maybe some of them have had nothing to drink. And maybe there's a couple that are like, you know, one drink away. Yeah. From <laughs> from disaster. Yeah. Um, and you might not even be able to tell, especially when it's really, I think the hard thing is when it's really busy like that, mm-hmm. you know, our resources are kind of spread thin because we're helping with so many people. Um, how, how have you handled a situation where there's like people at various levels of intoxication all at once that you have to deal with? Hmm. Um, yeah, shit. I mean, do you, you remember, uh, you remember Kim, Kim Lee, mm-hmm. she used to work here. Um, when she would work with, uh, with, with my wife, uh, Celia, she would, uh, they would have this thing that they called, uh, their, their school teacher voice. <laughs> <laughs> I've heard that voice. Yeah. Um, and it's basically, a very uh this is what i need from you and th- this is what you should be doing but in a very nice sweet you know way where you know you want to do what they're, they're telling you to do because you don't want them to be mad at you kind of like you know and um so that's what they've done that doesn't work for me <laughs> as, as as well um i don't know if i have a school teacher voice but uh I definitely have a more casual voice when I have to deal with folks like that. And a lot of times I, I'll have to um, pull them aside. Um, if there's, I guess I'm automatically going to the, to the hypothetical if there's an issue. Um, but let's say there, I guess, so I'll backtrack. Like, let's say there's no issue. I'll have to make sure that I have everyone's attention. So like, I, I think there's like a couple things you can do like put your hand on the bar or like you know, lean in real close like hey guys come here like i gotta tell you something Fuddle up like come on guys hey 
you want to you want to hear you want to know something like real cool i don't know like make some make some shit happen mm-hmm. you know um and then you just, i i would say something like hey you guys all seem like you're having a really good time i just want to make sure that we're all going to be safe so before you do anything i'm going to make you a deal you have to drink all these waters before i'm going to make you any cocktails and i've done that before and they're like uh, and no, and uh, I haven't had any like bad uh, reactions to that. Um, I guess you know it depends on where you are again, just like everything else. But uh, I guess again, again, it just comes back to having a conversation with folks mm. and just being honest with them. Um, so you kind you kind of just lay it all out. Yeah. Um, get their attention, lay it all out. <clears throat> it's, kind of, it's kind of setting a precedent in the same way mm-hmm. when, um, like you were mentioning before, when any group comes in and you're by yourself. And, mm-hmm. Um. And that's worked pretty well. Yeah. Sometimes even uh, even if there's... I, I think it works in like every situation. I mean, of course it does. It's just being a human with someone else. Yeah. You know, but uh, I think beyond that, it just... Even if you don't like what's going on, you're still doing your job. Because mm. our I think our job is more than just making a cocktail. It's... Or, service or making money or anything like that it's communicating with people and making them feel welcome and more than anything else it's the communication that makes people feel welcome or uh have feel like they're having a good time so can you can you give me an example of a time that it was really busy and things like did not go well uh okay uh blind tiger (laughs) <laughs> on a first Friday, you know, they weren't all gems, you know? Um, <laughs> and basically it was just like a communication breakdown, something at, it, it, when there's like eight people and something happens that's not supposed to happen. It's really hard to communicate that sometimes. And everyone can see that the ship is starting to like sink, but no one knows why. And everyone's just trying to like keep up and like do the thing that they're supposed to do, um, and then there's just like a cascade of like issues. You know, something POS goes out, or you know, uh, someone slipped, uh, someone cut their hand. It's uh, just like compounding. Yeah, and like things just seem to get worse and worse <laughs> and worse, and a lot of times they get worse because everyone's kind of freaking out at least this is what i think which you know Mm -hmm. i don't know anything so (laughs) whatever (laughs) well you Um, know your experience yeah um and then things get worse and worse and then everyone's freaking out and trying to do their own jobs and then no one and then everyone stops talking to each other and then that just kind of makes things worse because everyone's in their own little world now Mm -hmm. Um, compounding so what happened on this occasion uh just basic uh think someone had uh gone to the walk-in fridge i'm sorry yeah i was kind of digressing a no, no no it's okay uh, it's someone had gone context. to the fridge and uh that's where we kept all of our kegs in there we had like 20 beers and the issue well it wasn't a terrible issue it's just that you know whenever you put beer kegs in the walk-in and there's 20 of them actually 40 of them because there's like backups <laughs> um you have to climb over things and finagle and shimmy your way to the keg that you're trying to get to try to swap it out 
And on one particular instance, uh, <clears throat> it was actually me. I had gone back there and I had uh, tried to swap out a keg. And it was one of the first few times that I had. And you, can, you know where this story is going. <laughs> <laughs> did you take a beer shower in the walk? Yeah, I totally did. Um, and basically, uh, yeah, I was just like, fuck. All right. Um, went to the kitchen, like, turned on the water, like, started like washing my face. Then I went back over there. They're like, uh, hey, yeah, um, uh, I, I got this stuff all over myself. Let me clean up. Uh, can I can, can I help you get ice or something, like, in the meantime or whatever? It's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, you know, started helping out, restocking shit, and then doing not uh, customer-facing things for a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I went back to the kitchen. And the bar is slammed. Right? The bar is slammed right now. And then someone comes back, like, Hey, did you ever hook up that keg? <laughs> so I just fucking left it there, um, unhooked, and uh, you know, gone about my day, and uh, still hadn't done the thing I had originally gone back there to do in the first place. So they come out. They, they left the bar to come talk to me about that, and then they were gonna run back real quick. And then while they had left, someone had spilled a glass in uh, on the on the bar, and then the glass had gotten in, in the ice. <laughs> no, <laughs> so. Yeah, uh, that, was, that was terrible. <laughs> yeah. And then I had to go burn that well, uh, covered in beer. And it's just one so. thing one thing after another. Yeah. Um, what would you have done? What do you think you could have done differently to make the night run a little more smooth, whether it was preparing better or... Because, or, you know, things happen, yeah, and how do we deal with... How do we deal with... Uh, you know, I mean... We try not to break things in the well, but sometimes a customer whacks something, a glass, yeah. and mm-hmm. so we have to deal with these <clears> things. How do you, how do you, deal with those things better when it's really busy? Um, just moving slower. <laughs> you know, uh, I guess I was, I guess I was stressing out and kind of flailing around in my own way, and uh, you know, if I had just uh, taken a second to look at the thing i still don't remember what it, I, I still don't know what this thing is called the, the thing that hooks to the keg <laughs> mm. you know if i just looked at it and like oh this is how it twists and then pull the thing down you know remembered my like first day you know if i had remembered my first day and just followed the directions that someone had given me mm. uh, instead of just trying to jam it in there real quick without like focusing on what i was doing you know maybe i wouldn't be covered in beer uh, maybe maybe someone wouldn't have uh, dropped their glass in the well. Like I don't know, that bar if that bartender was there, they would have been able to like, hey, little, hey, careful or whatever. Yeah, now we're getting into the butterfly effect. Right. Yeah. <laughs> it's crazy. <laughs> um, yeah. So basically, just slowing down. It's so hard when it's really busy mm-hmm. um, to feel like you have a second. Mm-hmm. Uh, I talked about taking breaks in a, a couple episodes ago, but it's like, like no, all of that's still gonna be there. If you yeah. just stop for a second, yeah, and it's not like it's still good. It's really not going to change anything, except the fact that you're going to be able to handle it better. Yeah, um, which is going to make it, you know, it's like, um, yeah, slowing down mm-hmm. to speed up. Yeah, I mean that. Re- it actually, uh, you just reminded me of something. Uh, someone told me once about uh, just stuff you have to deal with in your life. Uh, that things are always going to be that it's a good thing to have those problems, like life issues, 
in, in a way because uh, you're always going to have something going on and the way that you approach each thing on your to-do list or what what have you, you know, um, this is what I'm saying. There's always going to be something to stress out about so you can manage what you're going to stress out about and like prioritize like what's more important, what what is more deserving of your stress. Mm. You know, there's, you know, if you want to stress out about lime wheel, not there, there being uh, not enough lime wheels, would you rather stress out about, uh, I don't know, being on the phone with tech support trying to fix the POS? Like one of those is infinitely more important than the other, you know? So I guess that's all I'm tra- I was trying to say. Yeah, it's kind of, I mean, it's definitely true in a way that we can only handle so much stress. Um, because stress is actually a, a, a chemical that, that, that happens in our body. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, it totally makes sense. It's like, you know, we need some degree of that. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, we're just, you know, lethargic and not, like not moving, you know. So that yeah, right. a little bit of, uh, of stress and anxiety is like keeps us going. But <coughs> too much, then you're not functional. You know? mm-hmm. Yeah. So you've been doing this for a while and you know you went through the the boot camp of first fridays over Mm -hmm. at blind tiger can you give me an example of a really busy day more recently where all cylinders were firing and Mm -hmm. you were able to use kind of what you've learned and um yeah i guess um there's uh the off the grid thing that you know ended about a couple months ago Usually Fridays were pretty busy here as well. Uh, you know, like twenty food trucks. I'm exaggerating. An, a bunch of food trucks and a shit ton of people yeah. just wandering around, getting drunk. Like, oh, there's a bar. <laughs> Let's go in there. Um, invasion. <laughs> you know. Um, except since we were always expecting it, it wasn't really like a, you know we we weren't really stressing out about that. We were just yeah, it's gonna be busy. Fuck it, let's go. Um, I remember having a really good day. Uh, I would I would be working with uh, it was Friday, so I would have been I would have been Todd and, and Celia. Um, after a while, we got in this groove where we were just making drinks. Celia is also like one of the best like RX you you'll ever meet in your life. Mm-hmm. I know I'm a little biased. But uh, she was doing the thing that I that uh, I was talking about earlier, like watching us, and what are we gonna do next? We're making. She would overhear us taking orders, and she would, and she would think to herself, "Okay, you you got a, he's got a Oaxacan and he's got a margarita. Uh, is there a salt plate set up yet? No, he's gonna want that later. He's gonna want that. So we just set it up and put it in the place it's supposed to be." quietly you wouldn't even know she was doing it you know um yeah um i don't i don't know how much detail you want me to go into i guess but it was just everyone was in sync you know i was making drinks she was doing the uh, checking uh, doing payment stuff you know running back and forth getting water getting this getting bottles she and she would have and she had set herself up in a way so that she could just be available as often as possible 
without having to run off all the time and get things. So basically, she just brought, you know, she, she, you know, she does that thing where uh, she brings a, a backup liquor bottles and stuff into the into the back room, and instead of running off to the liquor room, she just turns around and grabs it for us, you know, things like that, and makes herself available like constantly. Um, and she thinks about things where, uh, if I'm going to be in this area, what can I do around here? to make things more efficient or more helpful. And then, you know, uh, and then she will do those things. And then I'll be over on the other end of the bar doing the same thing. Todd's over here in the middle being the, the, the face of the bar and like, you know, entertaining like a, a, an entire, like I would say like eight t- to 10 people, you know. Uh, a macchiato is, you know, whatever the fuck they're asking about, you know, mm-hmm. you know, you know, we do it this way and it goes to 32 degrees and we put it on this ice thing and it's amazing and you know he would just charm the fuck out of him and meanwhile like we're in the background kind of even when I was bartending you know um, making shit was making sure that the shit was running and then it would just start over again at the next group and then it would just start over again at the next group so yeah it feels good kind of rambling but like it feels good it's like making it's like making a round of drinks and then taking an order after you've put everything in the things so as soon as you're done, you can make the next round and then you take the next order. So you have that this cycle of like, you know, you know, it's like clearing tables or clearing around, lining up your ducks, knocking them down. Yeah. Lining up your ducks, knocking them down. So yeah. But being efficient, mm-hmm. moving together, mm-hmm. understanding how each other works, yeah. understanding the needs and also so much over communication too. Yeah. Um, you know, Todd and I will make uh the same round of drinks for like eight people. Then I'll just like look over, see where he's at. He'll he'll come over and like he won't come over. He'll like yell at me from the other end of the bar. <laughs> it's not <laughs> like, that big. Of hey, a you bar. almost yeah. It's, we're not that far away from each other. Um, uh, hey, you almost done with those? You know, it's like yeah. Give me like two more seconds. Like whatever. You know, like, all right, whatever. So communication in that way helps you maintain an awareness of everything that's going on, and so it yeah, lets you work you know? more efficiently. So together. you're not like in the, your own little personal zone. No, it's really wonderful. Yeah. Um, thank you so much for being on the show. Yeah, it's thanks. really great to hear your voice. Well, thanks for having me. Absolutely. Thanks so much. Cool. That was Eddie Chan. I really appreciated his advice about communication among coworkers and practiced intentional movements and accepting busy shifts as just part of the job. Getting frustrated isn't going to change the fact that 30 people just walked in all at the same time. That's all for this week. Don't forget to visit us online, yourd6.com. That's Y-O-U-R-E 86.com. While you're there, hop on our mailing list to get more great advice in your inbox. It's a great way to catch up if you miss anything. Thanks so much for listening. I'll see you next time.